this truck has naughty words. Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? Mama's Melbourne Instagram account as a way to connect with other mums raising babies in the big city. What started as a way for her to just share a raw account of her motherhood journey has now blossomed into a page for inspiration, real talk, barefaced selfies, and most importantly, connection. Shani knows firsthand that this motherhood journey can be a tough one and even a lonely one sometimes. So sharing both the good days and the bad days with her followers, she hopes to inspire mums to remember that they can be a mummy and they can be a totally glam, sexy badass at the same time, if that's their vibe. I can't wait for you to meet her because on this episode, we are chatting all things babies in the city, mums groups, sex, and even postnatal depression. So let's meet her. Hi everyone, welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast. I am here with Shani from Urban Mamas Melbourne AU. Um, we connected on Instagram only recently, but I just love that she was sharing about being a mum and living right in the middle of Melbourne. So for those of you not in Australia, that's you know one of our big cities. It's probably one of the craziest maddest hecticest cities that I've ever been to um so I'm excited for you to all get to know Shani a little bit so why don't you come on in and say hi and introduce yourself hon. hi guys good afternoon um I'm so excited to be here to be having this chat with Shona um I'm new to Instagram and blogging um so this is all new and exciting to me um and I'm just feeling super honored to get to share a bit of my story um and city living with a bub um so welcome Awesome. So why don't you tell us and like set the background up for us. What was your life like leading up to becoming a mum? What was life like pre-kids for you? Oh my god. So when I like when I think about it, I just have the biggest smile on my face. I was just such a an out I still am, but in such a different way, an outgoing, I guess, party girl. Um I was, so I, I teach dance. Um, I'm a performer. Um, I teach hip hop and break dance. Um, and also I've created a in-school program for disengaged kids that are either struggling at home or in school. Um, and so running a, a program and the hook, I guess, being, um, you know, the dance is just sort of the exciting part for them, but also um, empowering young females to just get back into having, you know, a happy, healthy um, life, I guess. Um, 
once those teenagers, we kind of lose track and, you know, there's just so many temptations, especially now with social media. Um, so that's been a huge project of mine. Um, and I, I've been working on that with Hip Hop for Youth um, in Bendigo for the past six years. Um, so we eventually got into schools um, all around Australia. So just been traveling and working with them the past couple of years. But on the side, um, pre-baby, just working for artists coming from the US or, um, you know, local artists as a performer, backup dancer and also choreographing their shows um, and just getting them to where they need to be in the city um, and showing them around. So a bit of an all-rounder but also really enjoyed just having drinks with the girls, just typical stuff, um, catching up with friends on the, you know, whenever I could, any chance I'd get um, and also being a country girl then coming to the city just always exploring and finding something new to do was so exciting for me pre-baby so that's that's pretty much me um pre-baby and just such a huge difference now my life a massive difference and like to be honest I never would have guessed like that that's where you'd come beforehand because you seem so settled and like this amazing mum, it just looks like you were totally destined to be that. But to know that you had like a really thriving, passionate career before that, that's really cool. Yeah. So look, I mean, it was just one of the hardest things I'd ever come face to face with becoming a mum, just because my whole life had been on the road touring and teaching and always being in different cities and staying in different hotels and locations and just really enjoying that cruisy life of, um, you know, being carefree and doing catch-ups and partying and all that stuff before. And I guess with my job as well, um, you know, after dance shows and after entertainment and performances, there is always an after party. So just never having a time to have to be home. Um, I just found that transition so huge. Um, and I, like, I really thank you from the bottom of my heart for saying that I seem so in my mummy zone because I think that I've just worked so hard to um, be able to sit um, positioned in the house as a mummy compared to my old life has been a huge transition and it hasn't been um, an easy one, um, but definitely one that's been worth it. Yeah. Great. So tell us more about that, you know, this decision to have your daughter and how that transition did go, like going from a real party girl to suddenly a mummy. It must have been a big shock. Well, like I, I literally cannot express how much of a, a different life I have now and the, the transitions and what got me to being comfortable with where I am now. So um, earlier on, I really did suffer postnatal depression so badly. Um, absolutely had nothing to do with becoming, oh, sorry, you know, my baby and, you know, all the things we go through. It wasn't anything about her. It was um, absolutely all about just being, you know, stationary in the house and not being able to, I mean, we, we want like, you know what, we want it all. We want to work, we want to party, we want to have kids, we want the family life. But for me, um, I just never pictured that being me. Um, so I met my husband um, at a birthday in a bar here in Melbourne through a friend and um, I just remember seeing him and I remember that night after a few drinks saying to him, 
you know what? I was like, one day I'm going to marry you. I really like you. And I don't know where that came from. That's nothing that I've, I don't even know marriage. Like when none of my parents are married, no one in my family is married. Um, And so, yeah. And so I met him, I think it was five months later, I was pregnant and we got married. Like it was just bang, 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 one after another. And he's a very once he's made his mind up, that's what he's doing type of person. And so, so many big changes in such a small amount of time. I think I was loving that life of just meeting a new guy, meeting a guy with ambition, meeting a guy um, that could financially support himself after having some really shitty boyfriends. (laughs) Um, um, And so, I was 23 when I met him. I'm 26 now. And in that short space of time, I've, I've been pregnant for nine months. I've been married um, and, you know, and just really purely getting to know him. That boyfriend stage, I really didn't have that. Um, and so we've just, <laughs> over me being pregnant is when we got to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just such a crazy, crazy time, maybe becoming a mum, but finally also being 18 months down the track and really just settling into my role as a mum has been super, super beautiful and crazy. Yeah. Wow, that's... Such a whirlwind, <laughs> exciting, it but honestly, is. it must have been totally destined to happen type of situation. Yeah, look, I think so. <laughs> I hope so. Um, I feel like where I am now in my life, um, you know, I'm, I'm literally sitting in my city apartment looking out um, the beautiful river and all the buildings and just hearing my daughter's voice and my husband in the background there. Um, it's just really... Um, I guess sometimes it can be a little bit overwhelming because, you know, I, I have changed lifestyles completely, but I'm still positioned in the city centre. Um, and so, yeah, it, it is a big whirlwind and it is a big change. Um, but, you know, that's, that's the beautiful thing about women is we do adjust and we grow to what's in front of us and um, we make the best of what we can. And you know what? This has just been such a big change, but also... Um, I'm finding my way back to having the passion for dance and um, the passion for getting back out there in the field and just, you know, Angel's a little bit older now. She's 18 months. So I think it's a really, like, I've just got this fire in my heart to get back into getting things happening and exciting things coming my way. And since starting the Instagram page, I've met people like yourself and just come across some really exciting opportunities. And thankfully, everyone's loving that. Um the Instagram page. So uh, yeah, I'm just fire on fire, ready to do some new stuff. Yeah. That's so exciting. I love speaking to ambitious mums as well. So what was your motivation behind starting the blog and, and starting the Instagram? You know, where did that come from for you? Yeah. So, um, I was living over on the other side of the city in Docklands just after having Angel. That was, we went back to it. We had a huge apartment there. Crazy. This is going to sound so crazy to you, you beautiful country folk. Um, I was paying $700 a week, um, rent over there. And the stress of that, I cannot tell you. Like I just, I was in, I, I couldn't believe that that was what I was doing. Like that's how, um, huge my life had became that I had an income that I could have such a huge apartment and a beautiful car and all these great things. Um, but also, 
yeah, just coming back into that life of going, wow, I have a child now, $700. The things that that could buy me a week is disgusting. Like, so, oh, so we downsized. <laughs> it's quite frightening. It is. So um, I almost set out my teeth. That's literally like my month's mortgage. <laughs> I know. It's quite, I, I'm ashamed to say that. But um, you know what? Those days are so treasured in my heart. I'll probably never li- live like that again. <laughs> um, but you never know. Um, and so, yeah, just I was really living beyond my means and I see that now um and so I was super grateful in that position but also really enjoying it um but then also having my mum we, we've been brought up in the country so my mum you know coming down her mortgage is like 190 weeks of, um bucks a week sorry so she's just shocked and was like you know what you need to downsize you need to move um so I got my bearings a bit again and um we downsized to a smaller apartment. Um, in that time, we just had so much happen. So it was Angel's first birthday. We had to move house on her birthday, which is just heartbreaking because, you know, we missed out on that memory of getting everyone together. Um, and then, yeah, just living in that apartment, we long story short we got sick from living in that apartment there was some really bad asbestos in the roof and um, having a new baby she was just so ill Um, and so then we moved even deeper into the city in the last six months and yeah just being here and being amongst all these I I see all these women all the time right in the heart of the city pushing their prams on their way somewhere and it just got me really thinking like where are they all going so (laughs) I, I, I followed this little mummy clan one day and I was like oh my god um they like they must have truly been like this woman like where is she going why is she following us I followed them into um a mummies group um here in the city so down at um, a community hub and it was just like a world of magic so I just went in there and there was babies and mummies everywhere and I thought oh my god like this big working busy city but right in the heart of it all is all these little humans just there waiting for their mummies to pick them up and so yeah I just um remember sitting at those play groups and seeing those mummies marching here and there and in a big hurry and just remember thinking wow like there's so many city mums but you never hear about it like it's not anything that I've ever heard of before so that's what led me to start the blog and just you know what Shona just really needing a platform to speak about um having postnatal and then what it's what life's like for me now that I feel like I've worked it out a bit so yeah yeah, I mean, that's so powerful. I know I've been into the city before just as myself because, God, I cannot handle my kids in the city at ever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's my, like, if I have to go into the city, I'm like, oh, dang, I need a babysitter. And it's mainly so I have time for myself. And I do. I see these mums with their beautiful prams and they look flawless and their kids are just, like, tottering along with them while they've got their coffee. And I'm just like, you are superwoman. I don't know how you do it. My kids would be literally like halfway up the yeah. side of a building if I took them into the city. Yeah, look, I think that, you know what, I have I have one child, so I think it's definitely doable. Um, I see, you know what, I haven't seen, that's something I haven't seen, is a mum with multiple babies in the city. So maybe that's, maybe that's not so doable. Yeah. But, um, yeah, maybe with the one bub, it's still, still doable for now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So tell me more about that journey. Like you say now that you overcome personal, you know, personal depression, it's something and depression, any mental illness, it is something that you, you learn to cope with, but I don't think it's something that ever completely leaves you. So how have you moved through that to, to come to the place where you are now where you feel quite um, 
you know, not that you've overcome it, but you, you're in a good place now. Yeah. So I guess it was just the small changes um, day by day and really just taking taking me back. And, and I remember the point where <laughs> my husband, he um, he's anti-social media and he um, <laughs> he is a foreigner. <laughs> so he um, he's moved to Australia a few, quite some time back, 12 years ago, and just really has no connection with social media and that this world that I live in, um, which is, I say that, as in like he's just his morals are different his um culture is very different so he's malaysian um so i guess look it was a lonely start um start so we his family all live overseas and my i've got my mum here but i really have nobody else here in melbourne so mum's even two hours away so um, just that loneliness and cons- and my husband does um, night shift as a, as a security guard. So, so going out at night and then coming home early hours in the morning and then obviously having to go to work the next night. So he's sleeping during the day and just never knowing anyone with kids. Like I don't have any mummy friends or I didn't at the start. I didn't know anyone with kids. I'd never been around like younger kids. I'd always been working and dancing with teenagers um, and adults. So yeah, just really fell into a deep, dark place. But I remember um, just going into my husband's prayer room in the house that we were living in. And that was the only quiet space that I could find in the house where I knew that he wouldn't come talk to me. My daughter wouldn't come talk to me. I definitely wasn't going in there to pray. I was, I just remember sitting there thinking, oh my God, what the fuck have I got myself into here? Like I, I need to sit here for five minutes of peace. Like how, how is this ever going to be my life always? Um, and it, it was more about, like I said earlier on, just sitting still and finding it really hard to not be out dancing and, and losing my sexy dance body was probably the hardest thing. I used to have people always be like, wow, dancer body, amazing. And then just looking down at myself and just feeling so blown out and out of proportion and uncomfortable um so there that was probably my scariest point I remember sitting in that room thinking wow I don't think I'll ever get back to being in a happy place I just can't find anything that makes me happy apart from when Angel's awake and at that time she was a tiny baby and we know they sleep so much you know at the start so um yeah, I think the big change was just moving. So we were in a, and it's funny how places and your home can make you feel. Um, the apartment we were in was a little bit, it was on the ground floor. So we didn't have the view. It was a little bit darker in there. And I'm a light person. I love to, you know, I, like I said, I'm a country girl. So I need a little bit of space. I need to feel like I'm in the light and have, you know, have water nearby. I love to go to the beach and stuff. So yeah, I just eventually made those changes. Um, found a mummy group, jumped on a mummy app, um, the mummy dating app mush. I met up with this lady and I remember thinking, what if it's a creepy, you know, creepy old guy, no offense, (laughs) but, um, yeah. And I got there and she was just this beautiful Irish woman that had a daughter and she was just a mummy that has never really connected with being a mummy. She absolutely loves her daughter, but totally adores her social life. Um, and so just seeing that there are other women out there like me that love being a mummy, but also have want and have so much more um, and knowing that that was okay. And she spoke so openly about that. Like she thought that I was the bizarre one that, that, 
that I thought that that was crazy wanting more in my life. So, um, yeah. And from there we just really hit it off. We've become such great friends and, you know, just little things like that, joining mummy groups and, you know, um, just, and, and getting out there and realizing that I'm really just not the only one that was going through that. And especially in the city, um, and always being every day that you walk outside of your apartment and just being amongst all those corporate, hardworking, classy, beautiful women. And then just being this 20, you know, 20 something year old pushing a pram and just feeling so um, out of touch with that world, um, the corporate world was just, yeah, really, really a big eye opener for me. So yeah, I'm in a good space now. Um, we're in a great apartment. Um, I've found my niche in just being with Angel all the time and then making that work um, with taking her along to pretty much – like people invite me to stuff. They're not, they know that I would never come unless Angel could come. So, um, yeah, and we don't do daycare. And, we, and, you know, like I said, we don't have any family here. So it is me 24-7 unless my husband takes my daughter, um, which really isn't very often because, you know, he's sleeping to do night shift so a little bit of the single mum gig but not so much over here <laughs> so yeah. yeah no that's great and I'm, I'm so glad that you know through and I've used the app mush as well before and had a couple of yeah. like, like mum tinder dates which has been really nice yeah. to just meet some other mums in different situations because you know sometimes it is really hard to make new friends as a mum and I know out here for me like we live in a small country town the opposite yeah. problem, but where everyone's parents know everyone and everyone's grandparents yeah. knows everyone. And you look at one person the wrong way when you're in the local farmer's market and, you know, suddenly it's around the whole town type of thing. So making new friends in a small community is also just as hard. But yeah, the, mush, definitely. the mush app is so helpful for connecting you with other people around you. Absolutely. Honestly, like I just couldn't believe how simple it was to use. And like I always say on my Instagram, I'm such a rookie at social media. And so that was so intimidating, like just jumping on there and trying to work it all out. But it was really so easy. Um, and I felt like I was totally like mummy tindering. Like I was like this one, nah, does she like wine? Nah, bye. Like, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So um, yeah, look, it's not easy. Um, and it is definitely something that I wish more you know, that you're not, (laughs) I remember going to a house inspection to this house that we're living in now, this apartment. And there was a lady here with a baby and I had left Angel at home. And I just remember being like, Oh my God, hi, how are you? And just probably being so, I felt so starved of connection with um, other women and other parents. And I was, and and she just looked at me like a creep. Like, why, why are you talking to me and my daughter so much? Um, But yeah, I, I wish that, people could be a little bit more open and you know come and join us and this and that you know so um it is hard and it's a huge transition but I think that you need to just put yourself out there and realize that there's so many other women like you literally every other mum is like you in the sense of just wanting to connect um so yeah Great. So, I mean, that's like obviously the best part about social media is that connection and being able to reach out to people in completely different countries and cities and states and form relationships with people. Um, So how do you, like, how is it, has there been, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to ask about the social media side (laughs) of things and your blog and what your vision for that is as it grows. Yeah. So Urban Mama actually started it 
for Angel, um, I was looking to just post cute little pictures that weren't um, on my other, um, you know, my personal Instagram account where I post, you know, pictures of things that I like, um, especially because it is just friends and family on there and people get, <laughs> unfortunately, I mean, you know, you think I'll oh, just unfollow if you're not enjoying it, but people get sick of seeing that kind of stuff all the time. Um, and so I thought, you know what, if I'm on a, if I start Urban Mama, like how cool it'll just be people that want to purely be there and follow our journey um and and if they don't that they'll you know they'll unfollow so um yeah look um I'm really enjoying just connecting with other women on there that are so similar to me um I've had so many beautiful messages um from women just saying you know we really adore like the type of person that you are and the type of person you come across to be and you know just loving the fact that everybody is enjoying that part of me because it's a part of me that I've hidden for so, for so long and so I guess um it's really about it's just me completely being my raw self sometimes covered in makeup and glitz and glam and then other times where I do just jump on with my crazy hair and I'm literally still in bed um you know so I guess I do enjoy where I can be completely raw um on there and myself um and that's sort of made me come back into the old me and the me prior to becoming a mum there's that little self um you know acknowledgement of that and so I'm really enjoying finding that part of my self all because of social media um so look my view for um urban mama was just to do like you know post a little bit about angel and myself um but i've just been noticing the gap in the city of either country mums or city mums that can come together and not necessarily have a space where it's about our children and about um, mummy groups or swimming lessons or, you know, whatever it is that we do with our bubs, but having um, a brunch affair. So I'd love to put a brunch affair together on a Sunday where, you know, we could all get together and have champagne and have chats and not necessarily be about children and, you know, how are we breastfeeding? How are we not breastfeeding? What are we doing like with our kids on the daily? And so obviously that's a big part of a conversation and a great conversation starter. But for me, I'd love to just, um, you know, give mamas a chance to dress up and glam up and come take photos and, you know, have some champagne at breakfast time and, you know, just connect with other city mums. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's my goal. That's my vision. Um, I'm in the works with that now. And so just trying to find a couple of sponsors and really wanting some... Um, so if there's anyone out there looking to come and do some little five minute demos on how to get ready as a mummy or um, we've got some MUAs that are happy to come along and little small businesses that are mummies um, that are selling eyelashes or cool t-shirts or whatever. So we've got that in the works at the moment. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Um, and just scouting out um, fun and comfortable locations um, and a place where we can feel comfortable and unjudged. So that is the vision for right now. Um, and I really don't know what else is to come. We'll just see, I guess. I think that is such an exciting vision. And those, those events would literally be like a lifeline for so many mums. Because I know I'm not the only mum out there that has wanted mums groups without the kids sometimes. And oh, yeah, definitely. it is like we have <laughs> yeah. this little tradition in our mum's group. So my mum's group's still going from when our kids were six weeks old and, you know, at CAFs or what is it, child and family health, whatever it is over yeah. in Victoria as well. They get you all together with all the babies that are born in the same area. 
area at the same time. So my son's now going to be seven this year and we still catch up, you know, obviously less often now, but on the first day of the school year, we all get together and have champagne because it's just like, congratulations, we survived another year and thank That's fuck so all amazing. the kids are going back to school. <laughs> Yes, thank fuck. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, look, um, you know what? I think that it's just needed. Like I see in the city and I'm scouting so hard to find out what there is for mums in the sense of this kind of glam up and have a champagne or don't glam up, come in your mum bum. Like we really, like I just don't care. But, um, you know, as long as you can come along and meet some mummy friends or, you know, have a regular movie night, whatever it is. Um, but you know what? I also just want to play where we can come and have chats and maybe yeah bitch about our husband or you know not 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 having a bitching session or whatever but just having those comfortable spaces talking about things that necessarily aren't you know things that you talk about in mummy groups um because you know there is that barrier sometimes of you know you get there and especially in the city there's sometimes this competition of who's dressed up the most for mother's group or you know there's always a side eye or who's feeding their kid what and I think that comes with the city living and you know everyone wants to have that luxe glam life but look at my perfect child um and I'm a little bit the opposite of that sometimes Angela and I barely make it out the door to to you know play groups so yeah, yeah, just really trying to focus on that project and um, and really get it happening and, you know, give mums something to look forward to. So I really find that I cruise along as a parent when I know there's a girls' night coming up in a month's time, in two months' time, whatever it is, I cruise along because, you know what, there is going to be that break um, and, you know, me being constantly by myself with Angel all the time, I need to look forward to something like that. Um, and sometimes, yeah, absolutely, there's that kick in the guts of mum guilt, like, wow, you're so looking forward to that break by yourself. Like, but I'll, there's also that when I'm out on that girls' night, I'm just thinking, girl, you worked your ass off for this. Just enjoy it because it's going to be another month before you can get out again. Exactly. So, it's, um, time, it's time to really screw mum guilt and stop glorifying mum guilt because there is nothing wrong. Yeah. You know, by loving yourself and taking time for yourself, it doesn't mean you love your kids less. And we have to break that mentality that unfortunately has just permeated the mother culture these days yeah that absolutely. you have yeah. to feel mum guilt because you don't and it's okay to not feel it <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Look, and I think this is what caught my, actually, you know what, this is what caught my eye about you and Sexy Selfish. I remember seeing Sexy Selfish and thinking, what is this about? And I remember just typing in and um, take, uh, I think I took your ebook or something at the start there. And then I started to follow you on Instagram and just realizing that I wasn't the only one. Like there was this beautiful woman, you, that was like, fuck that, it is okay. And so um, that all so inspired me um, at the start and I did a nice amount of stalking on your page to figure out what um, <laughs> direction I was going with trying to meet mummy and also um, yeah and the word seeing the word sexy as a part of your your logo um, and your brand is just so exciting for me. I think that as a, as a dancer before being sexy is the number one thing and just feeling amazing and looking amazing all the time. And then coming to now where I maybe do my makeup once a week, um, you know, and just 
So finding that sexy again for me has been so important. And I want to give mums that chance to do that on a Sunday, to glam up and just feel amazing and come out in your cute crop top or whatever it is and not be judged. So feeling sexy and confident in yourself is so important. And, you know, actually the whole, you know, even the sex component of relationship and after you become a mum, it's a completely new journey to figure out a space where you're comfortable and you're still getting your needs met in that way as well. Yeah, absolutely. Look, you know what? I think that it is, it's so frowned upon to feel and look sexy. And I think that it was probably on my personal account, um, probably six months ago, I put this post up and I think a lot of my family and friends were just shocked. Like, what is she having a a baby life crisis, a mama life crisis? Like what's going on? But I was like, um, you know, I kind of was sitting on this chair with short shorts on and a little crop top. And I just remember thinking before I was a mom, I used to post this stuff all the time and get hundreds of likes. Um, and you know, and people, if I'd go out in public, babe, you look amazing. And then once I become a mum and wearing those crop tops, the look was so different. And, um, that really stood out to me because, you know, like I was so, you know, used to getting compliments as a performer and people don't come up to you and say, shit performance, get out, you know, they're like, wow, amazing, your body or, you know, and so, um, yeah, just really feeling like once I put that post up about being, um, feeling sexy again as a mum and as a woman, I didn't have many likes and I didn't have, and I had a fair few unfollowers on my um, personal page and lots of those being my close girlfriends um, and just thinking, is she trying to do the cool mum thing? Like, what is she, you know, and I'm not them I don't know how they were feeling or thinking but I haven't heard from them again so maybe, yeah maybe they're a little bit frightened of that um but women are frightened to they either you know not all women but for me I'm looking for that sexy mum to follow that's you know um props to Tammy Hembrow we all do know her we all follow her but um you know that that a lot of the posts isn't real life mummy stuff and for me that's her life and so I wanted to share my life and be similar but also show the rawness um of you know there is something crazy and sexy about being a mummy so yeah yeah Yeah. I I 100% get that I had my son Eric when well I got pregnant with him when I was 19 so and even though it was it was planned it was about a year earlier than we had planned and we had the house and we had the so it wasn't a big shock to us as people but being a mum with a tiny baby when all your friends are just starting to hit up the clubs and go out and really explore their sexuality it was very different for me but yeah absolutely yeah and And, you you know Sorry, go ahead. You, you like you would have a baby, and if you tried to dress like a normal twenty-year-old, you would be frowned upon. So I started wearing more conservative clothes. I started not wearing high heels. You know, I cut all my long hair yeah. off, so I had the mum cut to fit in with all the other women at my mum's group who were over thirty. There was only one other mum who wasn't thirty, um, yeah. and she's my best friend now. And we drink regularly during the daytime while the kids are at school. But yeah, I really tried. To <laughs> change who I was to fit the image of what a mum should look like and it's taken me a long time to get used to the fact that it's like I can be a mum and I can also really proudly and openly say I'm a very I wouldn't say sexy because on the outside I probably don't look sexy but sex is a big and a big and important part of my relationship and people know I'm very open about that and it's important to feel sexy so sexy selfish was all part of that (laughs) and I'm I'm glad it resonates with people that they're like 
okay, you know, me feeling comfortable and sexy and confident is important because it is. Oh, honestly, like I think that once I lost that and that was such a loss of identity for me because, you know, um, short skirts and all that, you know, I was 23 when I got married and fell pregnant. And so I just think like, you know what, at that time you're in your prime time, like, you know, so I was always slapping on the tan and, you know, heading out and just really not realizing that I was showing off my sexy body. And, you know, I was really just that dancer. So in my zone of just realizing that not everybody was like that and you know I used to think why do why do mums look at me sideways in the city when they're with their husbands and and also now you know I see those mums and I see their husbands looking at the younger girls on the street sometimes and whether or not that's appropriate to say I don't know but there's something about that that used to make me feel really sick and really disappointed in mankind and so um yeah I thought you know what as a mum I, I can still be that person without maybe coming out of the teeny bopper look but also being that classy sexy woman that um you know I really want to aspire to be and so I guess yeah I mean once you lose that sexy feeling or that you know that that feeling that you get inside when you're looking amazing or glamorous or whatever it might be um I guess I want to feel that more than what I was feeling in my postnatal mental state um because that was that was pretty unsexy and yeah I mean I think that at that time my husband didn't find me attractive I didn't find me attractive and so there was no sex happening and you know and then to to try and slowly climb back up the ladder and find that sexiness just yesterday I think he told me I look beautiful for the first time in hoping that you know in such a long time he said that and it wasn't because he didn't think I was beautiful before but if he said that anytime I'd snap back and say oh yeah right that's why you were looking at blah 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 Megan Fox on this movie or you know we'll check out Megan Fox let's be honest we do let's just take a step back we do okay (laughs) to Megan um but yeah so you know and so he said it yesterday and I was in a state where I was feeling really beautiful and a little bit of sexiness you know and so um you know I don't want to ooze sexiness but absolutely like you know to him I want him to see me as his everything and so yeah just slowly I've climbed back up that ladder of doing my tans and my makeup and by all means like they're not the things that make me feel sexy but they're definitely the things that make me feel a little bit better so I try and do those things on the regular and everyone has their own thing that makes them feel good so try and aim to do that I guess Yeah, and it's such an important part of making sure like when you, if you feel good and you look good, everything changes like your relationship with your kids, your self-confidence, you get that kind of fun back and that spring in your step and it's such an important part of rediscovering who you are post kids because really the minute you squeezed out a tiny human out of your body, it didn't just suddenly erase exactly who you were before. Like there's that part of you still in there and it's just learning how to find that again. Yeah, I guess. And you know what? I always, I post about this on my page all the time. I I absolutely just feel so sad when I I guess my non-mummy friends ask me this all the time. Not so much now, obviously at the start of when I had Angel, but, or they'd say to me, babe, don't worry, hon, you'll bounce back. There is no bounce back. You simply move on, grow and find the new you with with a dash of the old you and try and step forward and just really own that. Um, But it's not as easy as, you know, as, you know, as easy it is to say, it's not easy to do. And so um, I really like, you know, if I see mummy, 
mummies or, you know, mummies in mummies group that are saying my body, blah, 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 you know, or talking about how they're feeling. I never say, girl, you'll snap back because sister, you will never snap back. You are in a new, (laughs) you're in a new body. I'm definitely not my 23 year old dance body. Um, And you know what? Yeah. Over, you feel like a new woman. Maybe you don't love the woman that you've become as a mother, but, um, you know, we just try and aim to do our best as mummies. And then once we get a little bit good at our mummy role, then we can, you know, slowly step into the little bit of the old self and mush that up with the new self. And who doesn't want to be that double person? Like, how amazing to be the old you and the new you. Like, how good. It is. It is a constant state of growth on this journey as a parent and growing as a mum, but also, yeah, growing as a human. It's giving ourselves permission to change and to be okay with that transition. Yeah, definitely. I think that once, um, you know, for the new mummies out there that are listening, I think that, you know, my advice to you would be, it's not as, I don't want to be cliche and say it does get better, but sister, it gets better. Like I think that at the start, my mum used to say, you'll be okay. And my mum is so guilty of saying you'll bounce back because she totally lied to me and I believed her. Um, And so, you know, um, when I was a new mummy, I just, I wish that someone would have said to me, within time, you will learn to love the new you, but you will find that little bit of old self and it'll all come together. So I think that's, you know, new mummies need to hear and realise that. But also the mummies that are in the now, I think that just try and really aim to get, you know, do the things that feel good, whatever that is, because you're so right, honestly. Like if you feel good and look good, you will smash life. And you know what? When 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 little hurdles come up when you're feeling and looking good, they don't seem as near as dramatic as what they would if you're stuck in your mum bun and not getting out with a social life. So, yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. And I know like for me as well as when you're feeling really lonely and overwhelmed and stuck in a funk and you can't get, you can't get out, you can't get out of it, get out of it, just reach out to a friend for coffee. Hell, just leave the house or leave the apartment and get out and connect with other human beings because that's what we miss so much as mums. Sometimes we get so isolated. It can be really hard to pull us out of that spiral downwards. Yeah, look, I honestly, I never knew that I could be that isolated. I'm in a jungle city with millions of people, constantly amazing events and things going on around me, yet I was sitting in my apartment so lonely and down and I felt like there was nobody else in the world. Like, it's bizarre. So honestly, fuck the washing, fuck anything that you have to do, the dishes. You just need to get dressed, get out. Even if it's for a coffee, just get out of the house, get out of the apartment um, and that's when you'll start to you know you know just be out in amongst people whether it's you know walking or whatever just do something that's around other people or with someone definitely will make you feel heaps better just hashtag get the fuck out of the house (laughs) yes just leave just absolutely (laughs) yeah everything else can wait (laughs) definitely yeah absolutely So, Shani, it's been amazing chatting with you today and I'm so excited for everything you have coming ahead. So why don't you let us know where people can find you and check out your blog and, you know, what's is there anything exciting coming up for the Urban Mama that we should know about? 
Um, so look, I'm just going to be over on my Insta page, blogging away. Um, I'm always doing little pop-up lives. Last week I did a how to do a good self-tan from home. Um, this week I'm really hoping to, um, Friday we've got a little giveaway coming up. So that's a collaboration with um, Mum Life Speakers. So that's going to be really fun tomorrow. Um, but just, yeah, look, you know what? I'm sure it'll be out there and everywhere when I get this event happening and you will be the first one to know about it so um yeah look you can follow the blog over at urban underscore mamas m-a-m-a-s um underscore melbourne a-u so working on a, a little web page but that's um a little while away so pop over and give us a follow there Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on the Sexy Selfish Podcast. I'm just excited to keep watching your and Angel's journey as well. I love how authentic and open and raw and vulnerable you are because in a, in a cloud full of Insta famous models and booty pictures and Photoshop, you're just keeping it real. And I think that's what people really, really love about you and you, the platforms that you're sharing on. Oh, look, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Um, there was definitely a time where I wasn't going to do this blog and maybe even last week I woke up and thought, what the hell am I doing? Why am I putting myself out there so much? So I hope that um, our journey can inspire other women to just find their, yeah, absolutely sexy, selfish and um, find that happiness within being a mum. And you know what? Sharing our up and down days is a big part of what I um, strive to do. Um, and just look, I'm really, really blessed to be connected with people like yourself so thank you so much for having me no worries at all darling we'll, we'll see you all next time if you loved this episode please subscribe and leave me a little love note by tagging me at sexy underscore selfish to check out more of the Sexy Selfish podcast or to grab some of my little goodies, head on over to the freebie hub at www.sexyselfish.com. It's totally free and it's jam-packed with hours and hours of content for you. Thank you so much for being here with me today on the Sexy Selfish show and showing up today to become the best version of you. I'm sure you got so much out of today's episode and I know that I really did as well. If there is someone in your life who would really benefit from hearing this episode and some of the things we shared about, please share it with them right now. It's as easy as just sharing the link and you could literally change someone's life. Remember, it is time to stop delaying your happiness.